there are many myths about Jesus. In these programs, we're talking to some experts who can help us get at the facts behind the myths. There are four accounts of the life of Jesus in the Bible, four Gospels. None of them gives us the name of their author. Traditionally, of course, they're called the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But for the past couple of hundred years, skeptical scholars have rejected these names. They've said that these were probably added later to give credibility to documents whose authors were unknown. So what evidence is there for the traditional names? Since uh, early in the second century, Christians have put forward their convictions that the four Gospels were written by men named Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew and John being two of the twelve disciples or closest followers of Jesus. Mark and Luke being uh, first-generation Christians of that same time period. Mark, uh, a companion of Peter, who second-century testimony says uh, learned much of his information about Jesus from Peter, the chief of the twelve disciples. And Luke being a companion of Paul, including during that period of time when Paul is in Israel towards uh, the end of his ministry in the late 50s, when Luke could have gone around interviewing uh, many eyewitnesses to Jesus' life. Today, many scholars question whether these uh, labels, these titles that have been affixed to the Gospels are accurate or not, and uh, that depends on how willing you are to believe the oldest known testimony that we have from Christian sources. But it's interesting that all the manuscripts that exist that uh, have uh, a beginning and an, or an end to them where you would expect to find a name affixed, in other words, they're not just fragments of a, a bit in the middle of a, a document, have a reference to the gospel according to one of these four names. There are no competing traditions in the early church. I think it's very unlikely that a gospel would have been sent and established as being read in the worship service, which is what happened to these gospels, without the churches knowing who the writers were. I think, for example, that in the case of um, the Gospel of Mark, um, the early church tradition, and it's the earliest tradition outside the New Testament about the Gospels at all, um, coming from Papias, who was Bishop of Hierapolis in modern Turkey, beginning of the second century. Papias uh, conveys the tradition that uh, Mark's Gospel was written by Mark, who acted as the interpreter of the Apostle Peter when Peter was preaching and himself telling the Gospel stories as an eyewitness. Um, and Mark presumably translated uh, Peter's rather poor Greek, or maybe his Aramaic, into rather better Greek. Um, so Mark was very familiar with Peter's version of the Gospel stories, um, and according to Papias, that's what he wrote in his Gospel. And at least Mark and Luke are obscure enough characters that one wonders why they would have been chosen if uh, there wasn't good reason to believe that they were the people who authored the Gospels. And then I also think we have to pay attention to the care with which the tradition presents the name of the authors. And I'll just give one example. Um, if you think about uh, Mark's association 
with the second gospel. Obviously, the second gospel is called the Gospel of Mark. But in the tradition, Mark is said to have uh, passed on that which Peter preached. Now, the alternate model uh, to authorship that says the tradition's got it wrong says, well, what you do is you attach the name of a luminary of someone famous to raise the level of the status of the book who you don't know the author for in order to defend its, its authenticity and to give it an artificial authenticity, if you will. Well, think about this. The tradition associates Mark with Peter. So if you were making it up, you had every right to call it the Gospel of Peter. Now, if you had a choice and you could pick names out of a hat to give status to an anonymous gospel, and you had the choice between Mark and Peter, you would pick Peter every time. Peter has a much better resume for, uh, for undergirding the credibility of the gospel than Mark ever had. And yet the tradition consistently calls it the gospel of Mark. I think that shows how careful the tradition is about authorship, and that even though there was association between Mark and Peter that might have allowed this gospel to be known as the gospel of Peter, the tradition says, nope, Mark's the one who wrote it, it's the gospel of Mark. The myth is that we can't believe the traditional names for the gospel authors. The fact is that we don't know for sure who wrote the gospels, but there's a lot to be said in support of the traditional authors. But even if these names aren't right, the Gospels are still based on reliable testimony. We can trust what they tell us about Jesus. Next time, we'll look at the claim that the stories about Jesus were made up or had a spin put on them to meet the needs of the Christian communities where they were told.